Control Alt Delete with Miss Joel. Navigating your way through the social, local, and mobile tech talk on show 977. 10 past 7, and Mitch is back in the studio after a busy week. Good morning, Mitch. Good morning. What, is it, what day is it? Where are we? <laughs> somebody asked me the other day, uh, somebody asked me last week, they said, Mitch Joel travels a lot. What does he do? And I said, he speaks. Yeah, I do. And uh, you speak on what you talk about here on Monday yeah. to companies, right? Yeah. Well, for 20 years, I built a digital marketing agency that right. I sold to a large public company and did my sort of tour of duty there and left last July. And since then, I've been doing basically three things. One is speaking and right. travel around the world. I do 40 to 60 events a year talking about this intersection of brands, consumers, and technology and media. Right. I invest and I advise companies, and right. I'm also working on a couple little what they call stealth startups. But the, the speaking is largely to do with uh, branding and, yeah, and yeah, how exactly. social media can work for you. Yeah, how our behaviors have changed right. and buying behaviors have changed because of technology. So like right. an example would be Netflix or, or Apple Music, the fact that we now pay a small monthly fee for access to an entire library of content over paying for for one thing, right. how does that impact your business? Are there models your business could use? And right. so I'm flown all over the place to speak to primarily associations, right. so large groups and associations, or individual corporate uh, events that they're holding, private right. events. Yeah. yeah, and some big companies. Google hires you. And yeah, it, Google. Yeah. I was just down at Cisco. We just yeah. did the Professional Beauty Association. Yes. So it's been fun. Yeah. yeah. And you got a lot of travel miles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's talk about what uh, you and I, I retweeted this. I, I watched this online on the weekend and uh, watched the whole thing. It's about six and a half minutes. At least it was six and a half minutes on Twitter. Yeah. And if you watch something that's six and a half minutes on Twitter, you know you've got my attention. Yeah. And I tweeted, if you have six minutes, you should watch this. This is brilliant. It's a very, very impassioned speech by... Borat. So, Sasha Barcon. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But a, a very, very impassioned speech about um, free speech. What is free speech? And now there seems to be a discussion about what is free speech? Yeah, it's it's an amazing thing. Sasha Barracone, as people know from Borat, gave the keynote address to the ADL's 2019 uh, seminar. It was called Never Is Now Summit on Anti-Semitism and Hate. What is ADL? Uh, the American Defense League, okay. I want to say. Is that All correct? Right. I yep. hope that's like, right. Yeah. Um, and again, they're there basically to promote uh, the end of anti-Semitism and hate speech. And he did. He went off on a tangent. wasn't six minutes. was closer to about 20. So there is a longer version that you should check out if mm-hmm. you want to see it. And he had some pretty amazingly direct and pointed commentary for not just social media, but specifically to Facebook. And I'll read you a couple of the quotes here because they're quite telling. He said, all this hate and violence is being facilitated by a handful of internet companies that amount to the greatest propaganda machine in history. And that one was one that really sort of shook a lot, shook a lot of nerves, yep. including my own, when you think about what these platforms do and how they communicate. And I said, this is not about limiting anyone's free speech. This is about giving people, including some of the most reprehensible people on earth, the biggest platform in the history to reach a third of the planet. Freedom of speech is not freedom of reach, and sadly, there will always be racists, misogynists, anti-Semites, and child abusers, but I think we could all agree that we should not be giving bigots and pedophiles a free platform to amplify their views and target their victims. And I think the the most telling one or the most craziest one was under this twisted logic, if Facebook were around in the 30s, it would have allowed Hitler to post 30 second ads on his solution to the Jewish problem. So here's a good standard in practice. Facebook, start fact checking political ads before you run them. Stop micro targeted lies immediately. And when the ads are false, give back the money and don't publish them. Is that possible? 
I tweeted before this had come out that I think that one of the solutions we might have is that these platforms release, like do not allow political ads of any form of targeting. Because this way, you're paying a lot of money and you don't know who you're reaching, which if you are trying to do any sort of fake newsy type of subversive thing, makes it really complicated and or expensive to do. This is how they manipulated all the political issues that we've had in the past. I've spoken to many people who are experts in this and they sort of eye roll and say that regardless, when you buy an ad, Facebook kind of already knows who you are and what you're about and will target them anyways. So is it possible? I think it is possible. I think we've seen for years that in a controlled media environment where ads have to be vetted and then just run to a general audience that the people who have these sort of undermined messages can't really afford to do this. Right. But in these micro-targeted ways where you could chip away at audiences for a very small amount, it becomes very attractive to try and game the system. Because you and I were talking about this off the air, it 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 really is it means changing the world and it's changing some people and no matter what your political views are so please don't write me right no matter what your political views are i think it's not it's not disputable that rudy giuliani the mayor of new york when the twin towers came down yeah is a different man now correct right his his yeah. his thought process and everything. It does, don't write me about politics. It's not what I'm talking about. Right. I'm talking about if Position. you knew Rudy Giuliani as the mayor of New York when the towers came down, that person is not the person I see now. Yeah, the good for everybody is now the good for what religious and or political platform right. I believe in more than what is truly good for everybody. And I think part of the reason that that is happening is because the world, the the stew of the world... Has allows been, it. Yes. It allows it. And a lot of this was driven by social media. I think the the challenge that I have with all this, because I and you know I agree yeah. completely with this, is... Are we? How do we blame a publishing platform mm-hmm. versus how do we fix the problem that the platform is doing what the platform was meant to do and people right. are obviously manipulating right. it? And the yeah. story that I tell to sort of lower the political sort of craziness is right now, YouTube is coming out with very strict rules against kids and advertising and all this stuff, which we would all agree on. But there's this guy, Pixel Dan, who's a YouTuber, and there are many YouTubers like Pixel Dan, who talks about vintage toys, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Masters of the Universe, and he goes to toy fairs, and it's the most friendliest, funnest channel you will ever see. And because of these rules, he is going to be demonetized. He will not be shown in the what's next. You cannot subscribe to it. because Because these are the rules that, that YouTube is going to deploy to stop having content go be- against kids. Because he's he's talking about toys. Because he's talking about toys, though, he's being lumped <laughs> in his kids and toys, and he's, his entire business is about to... And he's not alone. There's many yeah. people like yeah, this yeah. in comic books and yeah. others. So the problem here is that if we think algorithms are going to solve the problem of algorithms, I don't think they will. Mm-hmm. But I think we need to have better discussions about who the content creators are, how they're being brought in and vetted into the process, and then how they're being published. But they just point our fingers at one... It makes me as irky as the confusions that we have. Is there? He refers to a Silicon 6. Is there a Silicon 6? We've been talking for years about these, these sort of the, the fangs, right? The Facebook, Apple, <laughs> okay. uh, Netflix, Googles right. of the world gotcha. and, and Amazons of the world. So the answer is yes, yes we see is. these behemoths. We know that they're there. All right. I want to quickly uh, touch on this because I'm out of time, but th- this... 
Jess and I laughed about this. We saw this in New York on the weekend. Um, uh, the spark joy lady. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the this woman who wants you to clear all your junk yeah. out yeah. is now selling junk. Yeah, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> it, it, it shows you the world can be the greatest thing ever, yeah. right? So Mary Condi, who is the author of the massive book, The Life of Change, Life, The Life Changing Magic of Tiding Up, yeah. Sparking Joy, stuff, yeah. Only Keep Things That Spark Joy in Your Life, <laughs> recently launched your yes, Terry, an online store that has a hundred and twenty-five items for sale. So once you've cleared out those shelves, now you've got something to put on them. But it's not just about selling stuff. What makes me crazy here is the $98 gemstone water bottle that sparks joy, I guess. It's got a stone in it. They, they got the whole crystal stone right, thing. Right, and and again, every yeah. article is about the fact that these gemstones, look, they have a placebo effect for people, and that's great. But uh, yeah, I don't think there's much. Uh, you don't believe in the science of crystals. <laughs> I, I, I'm, uh, you know what? I'm a I massive fan of Gwyneth Paltrow, but I don't believe she's a scientist. The best comment I posted about this, and <laughs> the best comment was my friend Liesl Barrel, who came out and wrote, My God, she's gone full on goop. <laughs> exactly. I thought that was great. What's your app of the week? Well, you know, again, in, in, in all this, I've been noticing on my Facebook feed that there's people who are just, you know, to put it bluntly, jackasses. Yes. And I think we all experience yes. that. Yes. Shout yes. out to my buddy Scott and Allison Stratton have a book out called The Jackass Whisperer. So if you're looking <laughs> for a gift, check that out. But okay. I've been really freaking out and having like my, my own sort of existential crisis where mm -hmm. I'm like, I, the following these people make me angry. Yeah. There is a mute button and you can mute the person for 30 days and just not see them in your feed. And and again, shout out to my friend, Laura Gassner Odding, who's like, start muting people. And I was like, you know, I didn't want to. I thought I'm more mature than that. Yeah, no. I can see something and let yeah. it not. No, it doesn't no, work. No. So my app of the week is not really an app. It's going to Facebook, hit the mute button. Yep. And mute these people. And I promise you, for 30 days, when calmer. they come back, yeah. you won't even notice that they're gone. Okay. You'll feel better. All right. Mute button. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Laura. Uh, thanks so much, Mitch. Mitch Joel, every Monday, it's exactly 720. Thanks, Eric.